1: I ain't no activist, I'm the protagonist, I don't it, I fly solo like one cup in a cabinet, the cab is the cabinet, they trust me and land in it, they call me the advocate, they'll slide like an advocate, boy means well, everybody been savages, I just wanna...
0: Really Hello and welcome to another episode of the Playlist Podcast, the podcast where we discuss uh, film news, film reviews, uh, any sort of pertinent pop culture that uh, we deem. Worthy of discussing at the time. Uh, I'm Ryan Oliver, and today I I have a very special guest. Uh, He's a writer over at Slash Film, at Flickering Myth, at We Got This Covered. Uh, It's Matt Donato. How are you doing today, Matt?
1: I'm doing great, Ryan. Thank you for having me on.
0: Yeah, thank you for coming on. It's it's such a pleasure to have you. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping before we get this episode going. Uh, the Playlist Podcast is a part of the Playlist Podcast Network. Uh, if you like this show, um, you could subscribe to us over at iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, please subscribe to us, uh, leave a comment or rating, uh, and you'll get the show as well as uh, Adjust Your Tracking, Over Under Movies, uh, Indie Beat. Uh, whatever your flavor is, uh, we hopefully have you covered. So um, so without further ado, we'll get into the episode. Uh, originally, when I had asked you uh, to hop on this podcast with me, we were going to review The Predator, uh, but that was a, a bad miscommunication between myself and our sister podcast, Adjust Your Tracking, as they will actually be diving into a full uh, review slash discussion of the entire Predator series. Um So we instead um, are going to be discussing uh, what I think is maybe your most anticipated movie of all time if twitter is any indication
1: <laughs> I, i'm a psychopath on twitter so i mean
0: <laughs> let, let's just say i was
1: excited for it but yeah we're not gonna go with all time
0: sure okay maybe that's a bit hyperbolic but and we can definitely give the backstory to that when we discuss but we're going to be discussing oh, I will be
1: giving a large backstory on that don't worry
0: fantastic but we are going to be reviewing slice uh the the horror comedy that uh, a24 just recently um uh, premiered and then uh brought on vod recently um but before we get into that uh we have both seen the predator so i figured uh we're not going to get into a full-blown review of it but i figured uh you know we could just dedicate five to ten minutes to uh discuss it and also would like to point our listeners to your review over at we got this covered that you did for the film um but before we get into the slice uh Shane Black's The Predator. Uh, I know it's a movie you were very, very uh, much looking forward to, and I'm interested to know what you thought of the movie. Yeah,
1: I mean, I would actually put The Predator ahead of Slice in terms of how anticipated the films both were. Sure. Um, I I actually had to pick between both of them for the screening of the night on Monday, and I did go with The Predator because that kind of sci-fi, gory action is... Kind of my jam, <laughs> and I've been a Predator fan for as long as I can remember the original film, of course. But after seeing The Predator, I kind of thought about how we haven't really reached the level of the original 1980s version Predator since really The Predator. I, I haven't liked any of the other films really after that. And The Predator, I, I hate these names. Like, why can't you do a better name here? Like, <laughs> the, yeah, sorry. The Predator just it's a mess i mean as much as i hated to admit it i walked out of that theater going there had to be a better version of this film somewhere but it's laying on an editing room floor because the pacing is so wrong for this film
0: yes i that is kind of the biggest takeaway i took from the movie um i'm with you the movie is a a huge mess and and it's kind of frustrating because um I want to I want to go back to the point you were saying that there hasn't really been a good predator movie since since the 1987 John McTiernan original and w- that started what I kind of liked about this movie I- at first anyway is that I feel like they really really go and like try to take the piss out of the series um which I think is kind of a smart way to go about it because like we we know what the creature looks like we've seen it it's not scary anymore and it hasn't been scary since 1987. So for them to kind of like kind of mock some of the elements, I, I was kind of on board that. But then when the movie tries to be a predator movie for, for, you know, all intents and purposes uh it, in earnest, it, it really fails. And it's, it's like you said, it's a mess. Uh, the CGI, I'm shocked that, uh, they let this movie out into the world as is uh, because there's some clearly (laughs) unfinished special effects in the movie that are really, really bad.
1: Some Uh, of that blood. Yeah. Sorry. Like the predator blood, I think you're referring to. It it looks like ecto cooler, except it's not even real ecto cooler. Like it looked like fake digital ecto cooler. Oh God.
0: It's bad. Yeah. I was really, really surprised. And I, I did like that the um, the the main predator or like the ones that we kinda know uh from the original movie look seem to be a guy in a suit, uh as the original. Uh but then they introduce this other creature that is very much not a guy in a suit, and um yeah, it just it reminded me of like the incredible hulk where like th- th- <laughs> th- like which is not <laughs> anything not a good way say. yeah exactly <laughs> like it reminded me of like one hulk and the abomination fight in that movie where there's just like there's no weight to it it's just like weightless uh like cg creation that's not like motion captured or anything it just it has no weight to it so it's uh yeah, I guess I'm with you. The movie is a mess, but I kind of wish that the movie. Um, I tweeted this uh yesterday or two days ago, uh, that I kind of wish that the movie had leaned into more of its more comedic elements and just kind of went full bore Gremlins two with it. If they would have just like kind of continued mocking it, I would have been more okay with that but uh.
1: i would not fight you on that 100 percent. i mean i totally agree with you that the comedy the comedy didn't kill it for me it, no. it was a- actually just the bad filmmaking and i mean not not a knock against boyd holbrook but you know who the hell is boyd holbrook to kind of hold up against this supporting cast of way more interesting characters yes who the film does not give a shit about like it's very clear that the film just wants to use them for the comedic results that you were alluding to But then the actual predatoring starts, as you also said, and those characters don't mean a lick. I mean, they fly through that finale. Uh, yeah, no spoilers and stuff like that. I'll just leave it there. But my god, again, the pacing, the editing is a joke. You can't even see half the deaths. Yeah, this was not the Predator movie I wanted.
0: Yeah, same here. I, I'm I'm pretty much right there with you. Um, and yeah, it's weird. Usually, like misplaced comedy is something that's a huge red flag for me, <laughs> and that was actually the strongest element of the movie. So I'm just yeah. like more more of that. I mean, Shane Black's good at that. He's always been good at that. So. Um yeah it's it's a little bit of a disappointment. Um I mean actually it's a lot of bit of a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> uh but there are there are some qualities that are good. Um before we move on I think like you you mentioned the supporting cast. What a cast, man. Go like Terronte Rhodes, Alfie Allen, uh, Olivia Munn and Thomas Jane and Keegan Michael Key. Like it's it's pretty fantastic and all those characters are interesting and and have their quirks, and uh I wanted to see much more of them um but uh, alas, you know it's it's when when plot has to kick in it is it is not this movie's friend that's yeah I mean,
1: and I agree I agree with you 100 percent I mean honestly, I loved Olivia Munn's character and even yes. though they never really tell us why she's a badass and can keep up with the soldiers, it's amazing that she does and I love that part of it and she's just jumping on predator backs and just trying to kill people and also Trevante Rhodes. Oh, holy, he's so good holy everything like i wanted him to be in every shot of this film he's just chewing the scenery literally eating cigarettes like the man <laughs> is a, a freaking force of nature in the charisma department and that i think he easily was the best part of the predator for me me too bar none except the fact that the trailer so okay wait really quickly the reshoots i'm correct in my assumption and reading that the reshoots were to make the finale at
0: night right i think you're correct i'd have to look that up to see but i think yeah, you're right because
1: that's what i read and that makes sense to me because so many trailer shots are not in the film there's that one shot you get of trevante Rhodes' character like on the mounted machine gun of the of the humvee yeah and, like his biceps are just going crazy and stuff and i was like Wait, where was that whole scene? Like, there had to have been a whole chase sequence that we never got. Like, and instead, we get that third act that's kind of shoehorned in there and flies like it's a freaking, like, like an
0: afterthought almost. It, it it's a hundred percent an afterthought, and and it it doesn't really have a good payoff, and it really is just to kind of set up more movies. Which you know we are talking about this before opening weekend. Like, I don't know how well this movie's gonna do based on but like. So
1: is Shane Black though? Shane Black is talking about his The Predator too, and how he wants Arnold Schwarzenegger back for it. and It's like. Um, get through the predator first.
0: Yes, exactly. And and I I'm hearing, you know, and not just from critics such as ourselves, but like I'm hearing from just general people who bought a ticket to see it at TIFF or, uh, or were part of the general audience who saw it on the the Monday night screenings are not huge fans of the movie. So yeah, uh, we'll be it'll be interesting to see, I guess, how it does. Um, but. Uh, yes, there, it, there's good elements. Overall, it's a mess. Trevante Rhodes is the highlight. He's the only character with an arc in the movie, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> an arc that they care about. Again, like this just doesn't feel like a Shane Black movie. This is the last thing I'll say about it. From the character development to the actual action, the only thing that does feel Shane Black is the comedy. Everything else just seems like hacked up by producers because they wanted something quote-unquote scarier or something quote-unquote more action-y. And that's the worst parts of it. So I just don't think Black had the control over this that he should have had.
0: I would agree, and I'm really hoping that uh, you know the producers or Fox, whoever realizes that, and when it comes to Blu-ray, that we get a proper cut of the movie. Because oh uh, yeah, that would I, I I you could see the I think it makes it more heartbreaking is that you see the potential in this movie. That yeah. I think that's the the biggest problem.
1: But you see the death sequence where there's a chain and a vehicle and four people in the vehicle and yes yes yeah you're like okay this is the movie
0: that could have been had had it not been
1: we'll save that little nugget for the listeners kind of want to spoil that one either
0: no no let's not spoil anything because it's while it is a mess like you know if you're listening you've probably already made up your decision whether you're going to see it or not um and there's there's worthwhile elements but there's also some better movies out there to catch up on um but yeah let's move on to Let's move on to Slice. Uh, <laughs> so, let's cut into go. Cu- I'm going to tell you a story about a ghost, a werewolf, and a pretty shitty pizza place. It all started when the werewolf came
1: back to town. A pizza
0: delivery boy was murdered while making a routine delivery.
1: Kingfisher Chronicle. Can I ask you a few questions? Find
0: the wolf you'll find you'll your killer Deny ghost involvement in the killing of sean hammerschmidt looks like i'm going on a wolf hunt tonight so uh so this movie um a, a horror comedy <laughs> so this movie <laughs> so this movie uh uh first time director uh austin yeah. Vessely, um mm-hmm. who's a he he is a collaborator with chance the rapper right he did uh some of Absolute, his music videos yeah. okay yep. um so you have this this horror comedy um And why don't you give a little bit of backstory? I know uh, your friends and followers know very well about your excitement of this movie, and And, yeah, and your
1: yeah, I'll I'll dive into it. Sorry, yeah, Yeah, go for it. (laughs) So yeah, let's put it this way: I am very intrigued by horror comedies, number one, and especially just bonkers B movies that seem like they want to throw the kitchen sink at you. That's my kind of horror. I know the people that like the you know, very ethereal or very psychological horror stuff make me laugh, shock me, just cover me in blood, and that's what I'm going for. So it kind of all started because that first trailer for Slice – and it wasn't really – it was like a teaser. It wasn't really the trailer. It was the stick figure driving on one of those like constructed maps, and we got little glimpses of the film, and all the glimpses were exactly what I wanted to see, like decapitations, all this crazy stuff, and – then i realized i was like wait this movie has been finished for about a year and a half now that was about 2007 and this all started about i think it was 2006 the summer or sorry 2017 and 2016 don't know why i said that um yeah so going back i think they filmed it this summer of 2016 and it was october of 2017 and all we had was a teaser and this is a24 that's weird It's not like a small company. They weren't trying to get backing at the time. This was an A24 movie. They had it sitting there. Mm -hmm. Then it took another, what, it's been almost about a year since then. And in that time between then, I'm like, all right, what's going on with this movie? We have a really interesting topic. It involves pizza dudes. It involves crazy over-the-top, or what looked like crazy over-the-top practical in the trailers, so, yeah, I just started tweeting out once a day at A24 to uh, release Slice. <laughs> I wanted them – like, I turned into a Snyder Cut, bro. And I was like, yo, where is Slice? What is happening here? And <laughs> the, the most response I got, aside from my followers just losing their minds and just laughing, because every day I found a different pizza-themed gif, too. Yes. And I think it lasted about I, – I think it lasted about a month and a half, because at that month and a half mark is when – they started posting the uh, fake logo uh, posters for Slice, you know, right. decapitating the Little Caesars thing, uh, the Pizza Hut one. So then I kind of gave up on that. But then it got weirder again because it didn't get accepted in any festivals. At first, I was like, all right, maybe South By. That seems like a good, you know, Midnighter. Nothing. Sure. Then it got to Fantasia, and I was like, okay, seems like a perfect Fantasia movie. They play so many movies got to be going there nothing then they announced toronto then they announced fantastic and i'm like where the hell is this movie so then i started tweeting again (laughs) because i'm like yo if i can just harass the social media guy until he literally he or she breaks down this movie has to come out and lo and behold it got the monday night premiere and the immediate vod release and here we are
0: Do you feel semi-responsible for that abrupt uh, release? I'm just curious. No, I (laughs) feel
1: like there is a picture of my Twitter avatar in the AT4 offices, like, do not let him near here.
0: (laughs) With a bunch of darts in it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what
1: I feel like. There's some poor social media manager who really thinks I'm just, like, unstable.
0: That's fair. Uh as amusing as hell as that was, I I could see someone's like this fucking guy just every day continuously (laughs) sending us pizza gifts. Yeah, Um, I was
1: like when did I like literally I was like, when do they respond? How far does this go? And when do they block me? I mean that it became more of a game (laughs) for me at that point. Like, how far can I go with this?
0: It it was great. It was really amusing to watch and um but it was
1: amusing to watch me just tank my credibility.
0: Oh no, no, no! You've, you have plenty of credibility, but uh, that—that was—it was still pretty special, and, um, and and a lot of people remember that. In fact, people are still tweeting at you, um, because we, uh, you just watched this movie pretty much, you know, prior to us talking about it. Literally an hour. <laughs> literally an hour ago and people, finished an hour ago. yes <laughs> and people were just like where's matt's review of slice like they, they people are wanting to know so we'll get to that in a moment but i do want to bring up like you said kind of weird that it didn't get into any festivals yeah. um especially as recently just given that like you know oh, paul shears in this movie who's obviously like a, a, a name um yeah zazie beats is in it uh deadpool 2 just came out this summer so like there's some pull there i mean it's it's weird um and I mean, so even
1: just having chance the rapper you know like yes. just being able to say it's Tr- chance the rapper's first uh, film debut
0: yeah, yeah absolutely there's a lot of stuff going for this movie like for yeah. that's no, no question and then this monday night premiere happens um just like you had to just had to decide between slice and the predator and, <laughs> and yep. I went with the predator uh and then all of a sudden uh it gets a vod release which is both cool um, but then i'm immediately reminded of the whole cloverfield paradox debacle <laughs> where oh, i'm like yeah. oh no like that was a movie that was also dropped surprisingly on vod and yeah. yikes um so i'm curious and i'm sure all your followers are curious to know what you thought of this movie amidst all the 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 release release the slice cut release uh the movie <laughs> just
1: release slice dude. just I don't release even need it. a cut of it I, yes. like, just release the damn movie release
0: the movie and here it is uh on VOD for for anybody to to watch for 5 bucks and so so did it did it live up to the um the expectations of the interesting premise that um that you were so excited for that that you know that is totally your your sweet spot of horror comedy crazy B movie uh, enjoyment did it did it fulfill that um that void for you
1: um i will say that it did not fill it tr- fully I will say that I was left, you know, I mean, we're going to get into food puns, obviously, but I was left (laughs) very, very hungry after the film ended, um, because to me, the film sets its own bar so high. The beginning of it introduces the idea of ghosts being kicked out, essentially kicked out of their home. We can get into it later, but, you know, being kicked out of their home and they're sent to ghost towns, and there's also werewolves, and there's also witches, and there's a portal to hell, and there's pizza guys. And that premise introduced in the first few minutes, I don't think it's ever fully paid off, and we never it's never realized as the grandiose kind of adventure that we want it to be. Um, it, it, it gets there kind of for me. It doesn't get there the full way, though.
0: I am also in the same boat um i probably wasn't honestly i'm i'll be completely honest with you that i never really even heard of this movie until you started tweeting (laughs) feverishly about it i was
1: at just really quickly i was at fantasia fest and it was the it was really when i was in the in the heart of it you know i i was right. tweeting about it and you know people were coming up to me just going dude what the hell is life so you were you're not alone that's the whole thing about it like no one knew this thing was coming out or was even sitting around a24's office just collecting dust
0: sure and then that's that's crazy it's crazy that like again, with that premise and with a24 backing dollars though they also they've done that from time to time even though like yeah. we we love a24 and they they put out all these these great prestigious movies like every once in a while they'll have a movie that they put out that's just kind of like unceremoniously dropped on vod um which happened earlier this year with um how to talk to girls at parties was another one that they put out and they just kind of like it just kind of all of a sudden was on the new and noteworthy on itunes and you're like wait what this is out already um so they they have done that before um and i but i'm also i'm with you whereas i i think this movie as a premise is pretty great. Uh, I love the ideas going on. I mean, it reminded me a lot of of Repo Man. That that just like <laughs> just from the standpoint of like not not that Repo Man has werewolves or or uh, ghosts in it, but that overall sort of like spirit of the movie where it, where it's kind of an anything goes, but it isn't a betrayal of the world that sets up. Like the world building in this movie. It, however maybe brief however maybe not living up to its full potential is still like interesting and well done and and feels like it establishes th- rules and establishes the the world really well um but much like the predator where i mentioned that plot when plot kicks into in that movie it's not its friend it's kind of the similar situation with slice like the back half of the movie uh is inherently less interesting than the first half of the movie for me
1: oh i agree i agree 100 i mean you kind of forget in the beginning that it's a movie about the portal to hell being under a pizza place right until you actually get there then all of a sudden it's like the fast forward buttons hit and they just ran out of ideas on what to do with that you know they introduced the portal to hell there's a janitor down there who's a ghost and there's a great gag about how he doesn't even know he's a ghost and you know the pizza guy owner he finds it, and he's just a re- – it's Paul Sheer, and he's just a regular guy, and he's like, oh, my pizza place is on top of the gate to hell. But then there's, like, maybe 15 minutes left of the movie at that point, maybe 20 minutes if you're lucky, and it feels like such a just speedster ending where they wanted to just – okay, here's the portal to hell. All right, let's just get done with it because we're not sure what to do with it, and let's just save the day. Uh, like –
0: You could have
1: done so much more with it.
0: Well, and I think that's where it comes into, like, it was a concept. Uh, Like, it was, you know, all concept. And then, like, because the... You know, like from again for the first thirty to forty minutes it's it's kind of interesting, and then the last twenty is rushed and then like the mid twenty to thirty minutes, because this movie is only like eighty-two minutes long. Like it's pretty yeah. short. Yeah, uh, I think that's what
1: it's credits too. <laughs>
0: yeah, and that's what yeah, so it's probably like a seventy-eight minute movie when all is said yeah. and done. And so like the midsection is like all the stuff with like the detectives is really kinda dull and not oh yeah. Really, you know, it's not interesting thematically. It's not uh it's not really that funny it just just kind of like it just feels like filler they're like yep. they're like we got to get this movie to 80 minutes somehow <laughs> so yeah we-
1: let's put some bumbling detectives who fight with one another and yell at each other and one of them is kind of like shea Wiggum meets uh freaking andy garcia it- go watch it again and look at that guy's face and tell me it's not Wiggum and Garcia.
0: That's kind of a perfect analogy. Actually. I thought <laughs> I, I actually was like, wait, is that Shay Wiggum? And then it, it yeah. wasn't, but I it wasn't, was, cause
1: it was a Garcia hybrid too. That's why.
0: Right. Yeah. They were gene spliced somehow. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah. Like I said, it's an interesting, it's an interesting premise. I, I don't want to keep like going back to that, but it, it, um, No, I
1: mean, that's the issue, though. I mean, you have Chance the Rapper playing a werewolf. Number one, he is underutilized, his character himself, Dax. Yes. Number two, the werewolf aspect is also underutilized. He spends most of the movie not allowing himself to be a werewolf because he's not a hero or a villain. We get it. He's just a normal guy, and he wants to live his normal life. Um, And I think that brings us to the gentrification issue that is the larger part of Slice. Because this is 100% of political commentary. Yes. The, the other issue with that is we've already got Sorry to Bother You and Blind Spotting this year. And this kind of, another food pun, half baked attempt at gentrification <laughs> uh, storytelling doesn't have enough to say about it. And that's an issue.
0: Uh, Yes, I would also compare it, um, and this is not a favorable comparison, even though this is a much better movie, to, like, the Happy Time Murders in the standpoint of, like, using fictional creatures, mythical creatures, or in Happy Time Murder case, puppets, to represent, like, minorities and underrepresented individuals. And I just don't think, like, if you're going to do that, you have to have a very sound, clear take on it. Um, and especially as you mentioned in the shadow of sorry to bother you and blind spotting, um, just, it just fails in that aspect because those movies are so good about, um, especially blind spotting of like old Oakland and and new Oakland and and the sort of like butting heads of the gentrification happening. And that's like really, really strong and really poignant. And then here it's like, oh yeah, these, the ghost towns are being gentrified and you're like, oh, okay. But like that's just window dressing. You know, it's not really like 100%. thematically sound. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. And I mean, again, to me, it's kind of like they throw the kitchen sink at you, but it's only like half full. So everything is there. All the parts are there, but uh, you just get hit with uh, like half of it. it. All right. So it's like a pizza and you get an everything pizza and I'm going back to food again because you have to, you have to, but, you get an everything pizza, you expect it to come loaded with toppings, you get it, and half of it's just bare cheese. All all the toppings that are listed are there. You get, your, all right, you get your werewolves, you get your ghosts, you get your portal to hell, you get your witches. But on the pizza, there's still tons of space left, and you're like, well, what about we fill that space with the stuff that's cool? No, you just get the weird cops who are just yelling at each other and... You know the one lame cop who keeps tripping on things. I don't right. like. What was his deal? Like he was just a bumbling cop for the hell of it. I
0: don't know. I I guess so. Or he was just a foil to, or or to show like the the movie's sort of like empathy towards him is just to show him bumbling because the other guy's just such a like comical dick. Because cause he's like cause he has it out for Chance the Rapper's character the, yeah. the werewolf and then the other guy's like oh no like you know I I see you're you're innocent blah 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 but I'm like but you didn't have to make him like bumbling like that whole rapport is just like yeah it doesn't it doesn't work. Very oh, it's well. a
1: cliche in itself. I mean yeah. you know the film it's uh, the film has plenty of cliches. Some of them work because they're satirical. Some of them do not work be- as that one does because there's no point for it 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 adds nothing to the story
0: yeah they're just there to move the plot along and so though like those ones aren't uh you know yeah not really sound but which makes it it's like the you know kind of like the predator where it it makes it more frustrating in the sense that like there you see the potential in the movie you see all the interesting aspects uh the the director uh, uh austin vesely i think has like a vision for sure like he he had a vision of where to take the story uh maybe maybe not the budget maybe uh just you know a script polish like who knows but it's certainly there uh i think i don't think there's a bad uh, other than the cops and again i don't think that's the fault of the performances i just think it's a downfall in no. the script but i think most people are good in this movie um like i enjoy yeah, I like go ahead sorry
1: Go ahead. No no, you go ahead. Your podcast.
0: Uh, no, it's all good. I was just going to say like I enjoyed most <laughs> of the performances. I I enjoyed Paul Shear. Uh I enjoyed uh Beats. Uh I uh-huh. wish she was in it more. Uh, Yeah, I found that character to be really fascinating. Um, And then her arc sort of gets like stopped dead at some point. Um, And I mean that both literally and figuratively. (laughs) Um, So that kind of gets lost in the shuffle. And like you mentioned, like Chance the Rapper is pretty good, even though... um, I think he said an interview recently, like he didn't really enjoy acting all that much. So I, <laughs> you I don't... can kind of
1: tell that in a few scenes too. There's a few scenes where it looks like he's trying to just get through his lines in a way.
0: Totally. I mean, but he comes off like pretty natural. Um, yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he comes off, comes off all right. And, uh, but like you had already mentioned, he's underutilized and comes in like way too late in the game too. Like it's, it's yeah. not really a mystery about his character, even though the movie tries to like, like conceal it like it's this like reveal like no well, so you, I don't know.
1: so I'll I'll go against you there, there really quickly cuz I don't think it's ever meant to be a mystery. I think the film the whole time is throwing the obvious at you and literally telling you where things are going. I mean characters do and it's more of the fact that like they're playing on the cliche that no one will believe the craziness that's going on, but at the same time it's it's a town full of actual ghosts, werewolves and witches. So it almost seems like the obvious insane part of this movie is it is, you know, the kind of setup it's like, Oh, it can't be that it can't be the obvious that I'm not going to say because people will still see slice. But I, I think it, it means to do that. I think that's intentional.
0: Sure. Okay. That's that. I guess that's fair enough, but, uh, but he is still introduced way too late yeah. into the movie. Even, even with
1: that knowledge. Yes. He yes, still comes in, he comes in
0: too late. Um, uh, I'm trying to think there was – I feel like there was another performance that I was going to single out. Uh, I'm I'm losing it off the top of my head. Was it The
1: Journalist? Because I didn't – you know, I thought The Journalist did a good job. Uh, Ray Gray is Sadie. Uh, but I I wanted to bring up the fact that – I want to go back to The Predator because as I said about The Predator where I kind of alluded to the fact that it feels like a movie that's been edited to hell and you know different versions of it. Yes. I mean how can you not think that the same happened to Slice? Uh, Because if you're sitting around with a film for almost two years that doesn't get released, no one's talking about it, no one's seeing footage, I'm assuming that's because they kept going back to this thing and thinking, all right, what can we tweak? What can we do here? Because there's two characters that don't belong in the film almost. There's almost no point for them. I keep trying to figure it out. Number one is Hannibal Burris. I mean, okay, he does a cameo. But his cameo in this is literally, what, one or two lines, and there's no reason for it to be him at all. And it makes me think there was a bigger part to that that got cut out. And then also Joe Keery's uh, photographer character, whose only purpose was to show up late to two scenes as a bumbling photographer and then he gets one more scene where he goes to the main journalist who is also a narrator and has to tell her that she's a sports writer for the day or something. But again, what was the point of that character? Why is it Joe Keery? And it, was, there something bigger for him to do
0: that got cut out. That is very interesting. And I do think that, you're right. And yeah, I think that goes with the as you mentioned, like it was filmed years ago, like Stranger Things was on the horizon. Um, so that and that that guy was clearly uh Joe Carey was a standout. Um and yeah, and Hannibal Buress really confuses me as to why he's only in it for like two lines because he's a much bigger yeah. name than that. Yeah, you yeah. don't
1: get someone like Hannibal even two and a half years ago. I mean, sure you can go to the two and a half years ago argument. Even then, he what, he was still in Neighbors and stuff like that. He, yeah, he'd been established at that point.
0: And Eric Andre show like the, very right, exactly. clearly established. So yeah, it's it's really strange, and I I do agree with you. I think this movie like you like the predator was probably hacked to death and they're just like, you know, maybe, and who knows, maybe those bits weren't working, uh, or, or they were, they're just like, okay, let's just trim it. We'll trim it to 80 minutes. We'll, we'll cut (laughs) everything that's important. So you still get all the story, but we'll cut out like characterizations and little nuances and stuff like that. Um, it's very clearly like it, it's an interesting movie, but also like, you know, I think a very incomplete one. Um, I was gonna say, Ray I think Gr- it's.
1: I think it's. Well, I was gonna say, I think it's oversold um, as well in the trailers and whatnot because that first teaser we got really sold it as a practically over-the-top gory film, and I do want to just confirm, it's definitely not that. This is definitely more of like a supernatural new wave horror noir in a way um, that establishes a magnificent universe. And I don't say this very often, but I wish this movie was longer. I I really think with more time, they could have fleshed out a much better finale. I think they could have fleshed out characters a little more. The action could have shown through Um, and, and, you know, even some of the effects. It's it's a little shoddy and definitely money constraints where I I don't know how much A24 believed in the film to back it fully uh, in a way.
0: I could see that because there's definitely some effects that are like, oh, those don't look so great, but it also has a bigger yeah. budget than like so many movies that like, we see at festivals, too. So it's like, yeah. it, you know, it's, it, it's a push and pull. I guess it depends on what they do with the effects. I mean, I think like I think the look of the movie and the cinematography and the you know, like you said, that's sort of like. Uh, supernatural noir aspect actually surprised me because I was expecting this to be like a goofy over the top horror comedy right. and it wasn't and I, I kind of liked it for that but also but it didn't like fully live up to the promise that it had dealt out uh, unfortunately no. but there are some things there are some things I really like about it like in the sort of peripheral I want to point out uh, number one yeah. the score I think is really good oh yeah uh, I agree. by uh, Nathan Matthew David who I'm not too familiar with but he also teamed up with Ludwig Goransson. Who did? Who's teamed up with Ryan Coogler on all of his movies? Um, oh, okay. And it was so that was I thought that was a really uh, good score. Uh, you know, hit that sort of like synthy uh, '80s sweet spot that I I'm very particular with the '80s nostalgia. Like I love the scores, but like when the when a movie dips too far into that, um, you know, it, it I don't know. It's very particular for me. But what I like about this movie is so it evokes that sort of feeling. But it is set in present day or in some sort of like weird alternate like world. Um, I, I think of You're, like oh, go ahead. Sorry,
1: I was gonna say you you mean there aren't really ghosts and witches and <laughs> werewolves in real life?
0: Um, well, I'm not saying there isn't, but uh, but they <laughs> but they aren't uh, at least they aren't live out living among us uh, this is true uh uh, that we can see um but i think of like um i think of like it follows does this really well and the guest does this really well where it's uh it's clearly present day but like they're going for a type of movie that isn't made but it also but it takes place in this weird like sort of like netherworld just in the sense that like it won't date the movie and i think slice not at all and i think slice is a movie that you know Uh, for all its faults, won't be a a dated movie uh, by any sense of the word, because it is really unique and kind of sets up its own world. Uh, I just wish it went a little bit further with it and explored it a little bit more instead of just kind of, uh, you know, skimming the surface.
1: Yeah. And I I think I do want to point out, you know, like you said, I I think the vibrancy of the world really works. There's a lot of color. It pops very well. Uh, The costume design to me works extremely well. You have like the the perfect pizza base employees with those kind of swaggy jackets that have the big logo on it. But you know, it, it just feels like a pizza man with style or a pizza woman with style. And I kind of like that a lot. Like I would love to wear that jacket myself.
0: Oh, um, for sure. But,
1: but again, like the aesthetic of the film is it's so fun to get lost in and you keep trying to get deeper and deeper and lose yourself more into it but it just never quite lets you. It always cuts it off right when you're about to really get engaged and really jump into it. And that's why it's that halfway feeling. And, you know, I think it has a lot of the same issues as the predator. I actually think it pulls it off better than the predator too. Uh, I would definitely say that, you know, slice is a better movie by, by leaps and bounds. No, I do not think so, but there's so much I wanted from slice. And it just gets so close and then it just keeps pulling back because it doesn't have the execution to pull it off. It, it sets you up for something so grand and then just kind of peters out and it's like, all right, well, will that, will that be good enough? And it's like, yeah, it kind of is, but man.
0: Yeah, it it, it is a letdown in that way, but it is still, it is still a unique movie. And if nothing else, you know, I, I mentioned Repo Man and if you want to talk Portal right. to Hell, portal, portal to hell uh, I thought a lot about uh Prince of Darkness, the John Carpenter movie. So it made me want to rewatch those two movies, so I can't fault it for that, because <laughs> I love those movies. Oh, hey. So that that was a good thing. So um yeah, I'm pretty much there with you. Uh it is a um it is a bit of a disappointment, but it is also um but it's also a movie I think I would still recommend just based solely on uh the uniqueness and, and the world building of it uh and and some charming performances um and, and especially cuz it's like hey you know it's it's 5 bucks on iTunes like you know right. you weren't using that 5 bucks for something productive so go go ahead and uh and give it a shot i would say give it a shot even though like acknowledging that there are plenty of shortcomings
1: yeah i kind of agree with you if this went straight to theaters it obviously would have bombed we yes. all know that there would have been no backing or I couldn't tell someone to spend $18 here in New York city to see it. But like you just said, $5 on Amazon. Like I just watched it tonight. Absolutely. I I agree with you. It's worth that watch. Um, You don't have to wait for Netflix for this one. And I hope we don't sound overly negative saying all the doom and gloom about I wish, I wish, I wish, because it is an effective film. It's an effective film with a great atmosphere and, (laughs) It's a world that I would love to go back to. I don't think I ever will or we ever will. I don't see a slice to in the future, but who knows? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Stranger, stranger things have happened. Literally. So uh... (laughs) literally, literally. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. So it's, I'm right. I'm right there with you. Like i liked, uh, the, I liked the atmosphere of this. I liked getting lost in the movie. Uh, it is, um, I guess I haven't gotten a food pun in, so I guess I have to say it's like empty calories, sort of. Yeah, uh, there you <laughs> but, go. But uh, but it's uh, but there but there's some delicious calories. Uh, oh, if, that's two. Yeah. If 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 not quite fulfilling, so we'll we'll go for the hat trick there. <laughs> Do you have any other uh, other thoughts? Final thoughts on slice before we wrap this up.
1: Um, I don't think so. Besides how kind of on the nose it is with the commentary yeah Uh, just man in that beginning when they're talking about ghost towns and beautification and driving people out and replacing them i'm just like oh okay you're not even gonna like cover this for us you're just gonna launch right into the fact that yeah um could have done with a little less that but like you said on the whole we're we're doing okay with slice
0: we're doing okay i i was gonna say like yes if if uh i don't like to adhere too much to star ratings like i don't i don't like you know but um admittedly if it weren't for that sort of like how haphazardly it handles that commentary i i think i gave it like a two and a half out of five like i might have bumped it up to a three if that wasn't so like present but uh yeah right out the gate you're like oh god why don't do that it's like yeah like
1: they don't even wait the first thing is that voiceover with you know chris parnell's mayor character and you're just like oh we're we're gonna do that We're this is the kind of movie we're getting into and you're not even gonna hesitate and you're just gonna immediately be like this is important
0: yeah so they're like oh like, like, let's ease into it a little bit
1: yeah. let's let's get to the werewolves and the witches first then then we'll get to the social commentary
0: <laughs> yes yep absolutely um, well, yeah, so that is slice it is out on VOD. It is available on iTunes, on Amazon, uh on probably Google Play. I don't want to say that for certain, but I'm sure it's I on think there. it's
1: everywhere. I it's, think the, the PR blast said every possible VOD outlet. So
0: awesome. So whatever hey,
1: if, if they're not releasing in theaters, they gotta get out there somehow.
0: Very true. So whatever your VOD jam is, it's on Voodoo uh as well. But whatever <laughs> your jam is, uh it is out there and uh we both, you know, recommend it with some definite hesitations, but absolutely uh, but is worth uh at least worth a five dollar rental. All right, so that concludes another episode of the Playlist Podcast. Uh, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, we are part of the Playlist Podcast Network. Uh, if you subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts, you can listen to us Uh, as well as over under movies adjust your tracking indie beats um you can leave us a comment or rating if you're so inclined Uh, we love to hear from you uh we'd like to know what we're doing right what we can improve on uh we love hearing that you like the show or if you don't like the show just you know let us know like i i'm all i'm all for it so um... don't
1: don't let them know if it's me definitely don't let them know if it's me
0: if it's you okay yeah. i w- we won't let you know that it's you don't, but... I, I don't want to hear that <laughs> <laughs> fair enough uh no i'll just tweet at you with a pizza gift oh, okay like, yeah, yeah, hey yeah, yeah definitely
1: yeah. send them directly to me only in the comments of my articles and twitter
0: i will do that 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 like, i can promise uh perfect. but speaking of which uh well first of all i have to thank you matt for coming on the show and and discussing slice i know it's been quite a saga to get this movie out there and so listen
1: it, it is been a whirlwind last few months for me so this is just the culmination that i've been waiting for
0: well i'm happy to be part of the apex of that culmination and uh before we sign off where can uh our listeners find more of your work
1: uh where can't you find me um you can follow (laughs) my twitter at donato bomb or you can find my work right now on slash film you can find it on flickering myth you can find it on we got this covered you can find it on Dread Central, you can find it on Bloody Disgusting, and you can find it on Fandom.
0: That is uh, a lot of places and a lot of exciting, you know, outlets to view your work. Uh, I'm just here at the Playlist, <laughs> on the Playlist podcast, or on the site doing some pieces, so... Um... You could find me there, and you could find Matt at all these places and be sure to follow him on twitter uh unfortunately, the slice now that slice is out that has cooled down, but
1: um no more slice tweets in the future i I, I dare say <laughs> I dare say I've been banned from slice tweeting
0: that's that's totally fair, but also still a lot of quality work so once again, Matt, thank you for joining the show uh really appreciate you having me on the show. And, uh, for our listeners, uh, as always, thank we you for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode.
1: We don't do the, we don't do the same drugs, do the same drugs no more. Cause she don't do the same drugs no more. We don't do the, we don't do the same drugs, do the same drugs no, do no, do do no more. When did you change?